Another NXT 2.0 review by yours truly, Devin Crimes Jr. And tonight was NXT Roadblock, which it only felt like NXT Roadblock for about two matches. And I'll get to why I feel that way. We kick off the show with the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic semifinals. And it was the match between uh, with Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai. This was actually a pretty, pretty nice match, all up until Toxic Attraction would attack Raquel Gonzalez's leg with a pipe, I believe it was. It had to be, whatever it was, it hurt. It wasn't like it was a twig or a pillow. It hurt, obviously. And that pretty much changed the whole story of the match, which the story story just became like King Cora J fend off both Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu. And she eventually got the high tag to come in and she had to do everything basically on one leg. It wasn't enough as Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu would get the victory and they would advance to the finals. And I'll be honest, I did not see them making it this far. I really didn't. I'm not saying that they're not capable to make it this far. It was just compared to who they were facing. I didn't see them going this far. But, hey, they're they're there. They're going to be in the finals. So I can be proven wrong. It's all right. Makes it exciting. I didn't see it coming. And Tommaso Ciampa pretty much found his stool back there, sat down and cut another promo, basically just hyping up himself for the main event between him and Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship. Then, man, it was, I'll put it this way. NXT, it has like a WWE format, obviously, where you're going to get a match, then you're going to get a segment interview. Someone comes out for a match, commercial, come back. Even though you already know how it is, so it jumps all over the place. So I'm going to try my best. After that, Tiffany Stratton was being stalked by Sarai, I guess, which I guess makes sense because she just slammed her against the wall last week. So there is that growing up right there. Then in that same segment, they cut to the Creed brothers got attacked in the parking lot. So they're all laying out there like, oh, my God. And everybody's like, well, what happened? Like nobody saw what? Like, I don't know. I just like really like nobody would see that. But see them on the ground going, ah, but you didn't hear like a whole bunch of, bing, bing, you know, I don't know. But that put them in question for their match against Imperium for the NXT Tag Team Championship. So that's another thread of a story that just got brought up in one segment. And 
we finally get to our next match, which was between Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley. And this was actually a pretty decent match, I, I will say. It really, it really was back and forth until this match as well had an interference. Saray came out and attacked Tiffany, which makes sense because they're, I guess, in a feud now. So that helped Fallon get the uh, victory over Tiffany. So the result I can't complain with is just another match with another interference that's going to lead to another thread of a story. So pretty much same thing from the last type of, like the last match, once and repeat. And we had an Andre Chase segment, which felt like NXT South Park pretty much. Because all he did was just, I guess, curse, but they bleep it out, obviously, because it's television. So there's that. NXT South Park, you heard it here. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams will have another barbershop segment. And I will be okay with it if it wasn't so heavily edited. It feels like I'm watching a music video instead of a segment because there's so many cuts. And it's like, if you were to film that, would you really catch everybody's reaction that quickly? Like, it just kind of takes you out of it because it's just too too overly produced. That could be something you could just film simply, just like a regular interview. But basically what they accomplished in this, they could have just done like in a promo backstage or in the ring, but it's something different. So there's that for it. And also, Trick Williams, forget you, man. Taking shots at Westbrook like that. Come on now. The Lakers already having a horrible season and you know, I won't even get into that. That'll be a whole nother episode. We leave from that segment to another segment. Lashing out with Lash Legend. I don't know. I was going to call it something, but that, that's what it is. It's just a talk show. Some Jerry Springer type stuff. VH1-ish. And her special guest was Nikita Lyons. They teased this last week with Lash Legend called out Nikita Lyons and yeah, basically, this was just some VH1 mess, I'll say. Like I said, it was just, I won't even go in depth as to what happened because we already know they're going to have a match. This really just VH1 mess. That's all I'm going to say about it. And now, it was really no wrestling for a minute. Imperium will be interviewed about the Creed brothers being attacked. And obviously, they're like, oh, well, we wouldn't do that. Oh, why would we do that? Uh, MSK would come in and go, oh, we'll fill their space, you know, for the match. Like, we've been wanting this match. And, yeah, that was it. <laughs> and we would finally get to LA Knight versus Grayson Waller in the last man standing match. And this was one of the matches that made it feel like an NXT roadblock, like it's different from a regular episode. And I like this match a lot. It's... It started off kind of like it didn't feel like a last man standing match because it just wasn't like a tax that were like, OK, this is to lay somebody out for 10 seconds. This is more like a tax to just get a three pin. So it felt like a regular match until Grayson Waller pulled out a trash can. And then they fought backstage and they would fight all the way up to the stand. And L.A. Knight would knock him off. And I thought he went through something, but you didn't hear. Now you just saw him fall in darkness pretty much to come to find out. I guess Sanga caught him, which he caught him pretty quietly. So, 
it's like a ninja catch, I guess. He catches them, brings them back to the ring. And pretty much everything got crazy from there. Because LA Knight would handcuff Sanga to the post in a way. LA Knight would also counter Grayson Waller's move and pretty much toss him over the ropes into a table. And it was a really awkward table landing because he landed on the side of the table. It still broke, but he landed on the side of it. So I don't know how that – I know it hurt, but I don't know how that felt. <laughs> but I guess he got the job done. Grayson Waller would then lay out LA Knight on the table, announcer's table, do an elbow drop through there. That nice them both out. And he leaned on Sanga, who was tied up still to the post, to get on his tippy toes to beat the 10 count. And that was a spot that you really have to execute like perfectly or it's going to look really bad to everybody. But I think they executed it to the best they could to get him on his tippy toes right before 10. He wins the match. I can't complain with it because towards the end, it kind of felt like an equal, like anybody could have won after that table spot. So obviously the crowd booed it because they will. <laughs> but it makes sense. This 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 result it made a lot of sense for this match. So, like I said, that was one of the matches that made it feel like it was in a regular NXT episode. And got another promo from Braun Breaker who has to get. I'm not saying has to give, but he gave his piece as to what he's fighting for in the NXT Championship match. I mean, obviously his championship, but what he was saying, what it meant to him, and all that good stuff. Then we got to. Our next semifinals match in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic with Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai versus Caden Carter and Casey Catazaro. This was a pretty decent, it was a really good match. And this was one match that had no interference. So the, the finish was clean. And Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai would advance, advance into the finals and that's who I expected to make it to the finals. This is one side of the tournament bracket that I actually could see happening. So made sense. Like I said, it was one of those matches that of the night that had no interference. It was all clean and it made sense. And I can't complain. I mean, then again, I wanted some part of the tournament to make sense to me that I could see like, okay, I can see that team going. But then another part where I'm like, I didn't see that coming. I got both of that. So I'm thinking it's shaping up to be a pretty good finale to the tournament. And we get to the NXT Tag Team Championship match, which now has, in, has MSK in it. I guess they asked and received. Maybe they're the ones that attacked them. And if they did, their plan worked out. But that's not in their character, I don't think. But they got a match against Imperium for the Tag Team Championship. And this was a pretty, it was a good match too as well. No, well, see, I was almost close to saying there was no interference, but it was. And this interference actually caused a DQ. So this whole show was full of interferences. The Creed Brothers would come out towards the end of a good match, interrupted. And like I said, that's to a DQ. They laid out both MSK and Imperium. And that was it. And that was a sorry way to end a pretty good match, but I I don't see what could have been what damage could have been done to Imperium just coming away with the win. But 
this is obviously leading to a triple threat tag team match, which I, I won't complain. That'll be fire. Maybe that's for standard deliver. That has to be because I can't see them just pulling that out on a regular show. We had another Draco Anthony segment. And like I say, every time I see Draco Anthony lifting weights, I instantly just don't care no more because it's not going anywhere. This is the only person I've seen work out this much to be this big of a loser. I'm just saying, like, you would think, all right, you know what? I feel like I say it every time you go this way, but that's my point. He was in another segment with Joe Gacy and Harlan, and it it pretty much, it didn't do anything, really. Really, it really, <laughs> I won't even touch him. I just know he was lifted waist. We don't care anymore. It's not, it's not going to lead anything. And I don't know what's going on with him and Joe Gacy and Harlan. I'm not getting too much out of these. Besides that, he needs to probably stop working out. Maybe he'll start winning. Maybe he needs to try a bag of Cheetos or something. We get past that. We are now to the main events of the evening. The NXT Championship Triple Threat Match between Tommaso Ciampa, Dolph Ziggler, and Braun Breaker. This match was really, really good. And I... Won't, I won't, I will admit, I'm shocked. Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT champion. And I didn't see that. I thought he was just going to come down to NXT 2.0, get a few matches, get some people, you know, some experience against a veteran like him. And he may take a loss in a triple threat match, maybe with Tommaso, and he leaves. Then again, maybe looking at will be born because it's kind of predictable. So I'm glad they kind of did shake it up a bit and gave Dolph Ziggler the win. And obviously, it was with some interference with Bobby Roode, which, like I said, I, this is what the fifth interference I've talked about in this review. They should just call it NXT interference blog because that's all it was this whole evening was interference in every match. Like, only two matches were clean. But, hey, what can you do? <laughs> but, that was NXT Roadblock. It didn't feel like I should really have to put Roadblock at the end because there was only two matches that felt like a Roadblock type of event with LA Knight and Grayson Waller in the triple threat match at the main event. That was about it. But all in all, it was... I give it a B. Only I give it a... I wanted to give it an A, but with all the different interferences and DQ... It's knocked down to a B. It wasn't a bad show, but it was an interference field show. And that's why it's going to get a B from me. But next week's looking pretty nice, too. Now they're trying to build up towards Standard Deliver, which is their WrestleMania weekend NXT involvement show, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. That will be, I guess, where all the pieces will be laid out, making sense. And we'll really get to see where everything's going to go out. So that is all from me. I will catch you guys on the next Heel Turn episode that I am on. See you guys then. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn podcast. 
Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore The Heel Turn.